0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dental Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Arias, and this is episode 380. And before we dive into it, guys, really quick, I just wanted to mention if you haven't yet joined my email list, um, it's me talking to you. And I share with you guys a tons of things, t- tons of strategies, ground marketing strategies, a lot of things you're going to hear about in this episode. I share with you guys a lot of the um, notes and ideas uh, that I read from books and things like that. So it's just me talking to you guys. So if you want that, go ahead, it's the first link in the show notes below. You can join my email list. I'm not going to spam you or anything like that. So don't worry about that. It's just, like I said, me talking to you. But anyways, in this episode, I'm speaking with Derek Perez.
1: There was a TikTok video about washing your hands. It was a dance video. Mm-hmm. And Casey, we we did one on TikTok and it blew up. It got like 70, I think it was like 70, 80,000 views overnight. What? And I was like, oh, this is a, this is legit. Like we can, we can do this. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, we're going to be TikTokers. Forget that.
1: Yeah. This. yeah. So I was like, we can do this. We can, we can actually do this. No experience. Me and Casey have no social media experience. Yeah. So this is, this is one thing that was a huge difference. I think in our is we did a lot of ground marketing, like you know, what all about, like we did a ton of ground marketing with small businesses around the area. Um, We would go, we would do raffles. We would do giveaways, partner with small businesses. It was huge on social media during the COVID times. It was just the social media. Really, it was the big the giveaways, and we would market Casey. We wouldn't market mm-hmm. the dental office. We don't. We don't market our office. Frankly, we don't even. If you check our Facebooks and our our practice practice web pages and stuff like that, we don't market those at all. I don't put any money on those. I just we just pretty much put all the money on Casey's profile. Marketing mm-hmm. the dentist is, I think, how you get around being a little different than other offices.
0: Derek and his wife, Dr. Casey, both started a practice in the middle of uh, the COVID, in the middle of the pandemic, and they went through a crazy build-out process where they even had to get attorneys involved with their landlord. So listen to this. He has some really, really great advice that you need to keep in mind when you are making the lease or reviewing the lease for your practice or for the space that you're going to rent. So listen to that. We also discuss everything about his business, who they decided to hire uh, for um, helping them with the loan process, the startup process, how much that was. We also talk about productions and collections, how's their six-month mark looking, what's scary, what's not, what they're doing to get about 100 new patients a month. Uh, He tells us exactly how much his marketing budget is. He also talks to us about the biggest struggles that they've faced throughout this process, some of the best companies he's worked with, and some of the ones that he's struggled with. And he also talks to us about the, um, a system that's unique or that he's really proud of in his practice that's contributing to a lot of their growth. So, guys, without further delay, here is Derek Perez. Derek, how's it going, man?
1: Good, good. How you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good, man. Thanks for asking. If you don't mind me asking, um. Where are you located right now?
1: Uh, we are in Tampa, Florida. So a little bit north, Lando Lakes, Lutz area, about 30 minutes north of Tampa.
0: Nice, man. Is it uh, how is it cold up there or hot more
1: than anything? Uh, it's hot. Uh, today's the coldest day. It's about 60 degrees today. This is one of the coldest days it's been. So
0: is it normally like uh, for you guys? Uh, are you from here? Like you grew up your whole life there or now nah, you experienced other winters?
1: Yeah, I grew up in Illinois, but I've been here for about 15 years. So, so it have kind of become the norm now. So.
0: Oh man. All right. So then tell us a little bit about your past, your present. how did you get to where you are today?
1: Yeah. So, um, so I'm actually, I'm a full-time firefighter, a uh, paramedic, um, for the city of St. Pete down in Florida. Um, started, moved down here about 15 years ago with my father when he retired and then kind of grew up in here, did small businesses here and there throughout the last 15 years. Uh, me and Casey met probably uh, about three, four years ago. And kind of immediately led us down this path of startup dental offices. So then we started one, we're going on six months now. So this is our six month open. So
0: Nice, man. Okay, that's good. So then that's why, Like, if anybody's wondering, like, why is a firefighter on? It's because you're, tell me a little bit about that. Tell me a little bit about like how you guys, well, I guess like, tell me a little bit about how you guys met, but at the same time, like how this all came to be the startup part.
1: Yeah, yeah, we actually we actually met online. Um, she was a dentist in Bushnell by the villages in Florida, so a little bit north from here, about an hour and a half away. Um, we met online and then um, kind of kicked it off immediately. And well, now we're married and we have a little girl on the way, so so that kind of tells that story. But I lived in St. Pete. She lived. Uh, she worked in the villages, was about an hour and a half north. So we met in the middle. That's how we ended up in Lando Lakes Lutes in Florida. So we met in the middle and we started the practice. We made the decision to start the practice. We were veering towards buying the practice out that she was working at, but then they were asking too much. So we decided to just kind of do our own thing, make it a little closer to St. Pete. And that's how we ended up starting our own practice.
0: Do you, by any chance, Derek, do you also like work within the practice right now? Like now that it's open, like, you know how some people are like, I know a lot of spouses maybe are the office manager, the operations, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, um, I do. I do all the, I, I do all, she does all the clinical. I do all the business side of it. So I'm there pretty much every day with her. We're there. It feels like twenty-four seven. But but uh, but yeah, we're there. I'm there every day. Um sitting back there. I'm pretty much the office manager, I guess you could say. But she does all the clinical side. I kind of handle all the managing side of it. And then we kind of use me in the middle.
0: Gotcha, man. So you know like everything that went down, right? Like the build out, the numbers, how mm-hmm. production and collection is looking like right now and stuff like that. Yep. Okay, yep. awesome. So we'll get into that right now, but I want to yep. rewind a little bit and um yeah. just out of my own curiosity. I was watching Chicago fire the other day. <laughs> is that anything close to real? Like, is it like, is that what happens with firefighters or no?
1: No, no, I wouldn't say, I, I would say uh, the the station life sometimes seems a little, seems a little real, but the call wise, I don't think it's, it doesn't get like that on the. Oh, so it's, it's more the diversity. station wise. Yeah. Station wise. I think it's, you can see some similarities, but not for the call wise. I don't think not as much.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. Cause I'm like, man, they go through a lot. Like every, I'd be traumatized <laughs> this first day. I would just be like, forget it, forget it. You know, but that's awesome, man. You've always wanted to be a firefighter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I did it. Um, I, I, I wanted to be a flight paramedic with the helicopters. Um, I did that for about four years. And then, um, I did that about, I just stopped. I actually stopped flying whenever we opened the practice because I needed to help her out full time. Um, Doctor yeah. Casey. So I stopped flying whenever we open the practice. And now I just do the firefighting. You know, I only work about six, seven days a month. So it works out well. And I work around the office hours. So yeah. I always be there.
0: Man, six, seven days a month. That's nice. It's like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, if you weren't, if you didn't have a practice, then it would have been like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like easy, yeah. but that's cool. So you can just go from flight paramedic to firefighter or is there like a still like a screening process?
1: It's kind of two different jobs. I started as a firefighter. I started when I was 18 as a firefighter. Back whenever I was um started real young and then um and then I kind of worked my way into the flight side of it. So then I started doing um flying with a local company called Bay Flight around here. Did that for about four years and then yeah, and then kind of stopped doing that for the office. So Yeah.
0: That's cool, man. I like the fact that um you're also not like on the clinical side so much. So you can kind of see like from the general population, like, hey, people are gonna like this. Hey, people mm-hmm. aren't gonna like this, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. gonna be it's going to be a good interview. If you don't mind, could we start diving into like the business side now? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, absolutely, Awesome. Okay. So one of the main things I want to ask is who did you go with for your loan?
1: Uh, we use Huntington, Huntington bank. Um, we actually, we use i o practices as well. So we work with IO practices. We use a lot of companies. I mean, we, we, I've searched through every single company you think of. I've, I've done the research on them all. Um, I've probably interviewed with them all looked in them all. But we use. We started with Ideal Practices. We used Huntington Bank to get our loan and to get our loan situated.
0: Did you start with Ideal Practices before you got the loan, or after?
1: We we start, We started trying to go on the path for loans, and then um, it was just getting confused. It was just it was just kind of getting confusing for us because we had no experience with that. And mm-hmm. then uh, we started. Then we jumped in with Ideal Practices. Kind of did a hard reset, and then went back after after the the banks. To you, what felt
0: confusing with the loan process?
1: just coming from no business experience, like no major business experience. We've had small businesses. I, I may, I've, I've started small businesses before, like t-shirt companies and like little things like that. Nothing mm-hmm. nothing major, um, but having to deal with banks, um, asking for business plans and different things like that. I mean, we had no no experience with that. And it was just, we felt like we were, we simply just wanted someone to kind of help us guide that way, like understand, making sure that we're doing it right. Because it's such a big decision to take out a huge loan. We took... Our loan was about six hundred thousand, so we took out a six hundred thousand dollar loan. And it was such a big decision to do it, so we felt like the only way, the only reasonable thing to do would be to hire someone that kind of knows about that already.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. So the first bank you went with was Huntington, or were you like kind of shopping in between banks?
1: Shopped in between banks: uh, Bank of America, Huntington. I think there was one more, but Bank of America was the other one. Um, we yeah. were actually going to go with Bank of America, but they um, there was something that happened at the end of it that we just had to switch to Huntington last minute about a week before we needed mm-hmm. to sign everything. So we switched to Huntington.
0: What, what happened at the end of it?
1: I think they, Um. I think essentially what they dropped our loan, we needed 600,000 and they dropped it down to 500. So it kind of put us in a bad spot because we were planning for 600. Mm-hmm. So we kind of did a hard, hard turn to the left and went with Huntington last minute, which worked out great. Huntington has been great for us. They don't, yeah. they don't really ask that many questions. They, they, they're very straightforward. They kind of, makes it makes it a very simple process with Huntington so
0: yeah why why did they drop it
1: they just they didn't give us a reason really i oh, really? well i think it's cuz of covid we um mm-hmm. it was right in the middle of covid like we we were doing this we started in like 2019 the end of 2019 mm-hmm. so we were getting all the banks situated like right in the middle of march and april so i mean it was like the heart of covid so i think everybody was kind of getting scared with um covid going around so they they essentially did some pullbacks.
0: So. Yeah, they, so you got it out like in the middle of 2020 then, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Gotcha. You, gotcha. You, gotcha. You. What were the terms on the loan you have right now? Like,
1: yeah, I think we got, I think we got like three point. It, it wasn't as good as terms as bank of America, but um, we did get more. And then their, their terms are a little bit different. Um, <laughs> so it brought down the, our price or our, um, our yeah. bill or, I don't know what you call that, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I think we're at 3.9, 3.9%. 3. Okay. So, cool. yeah. So
0: 600,000, that's the loan you got. Now you already had a location, you found a location or were you looking for one at the time?
1: Yeah, we were looking for one. We were just looking for one. Okay. We were pretty open with locations. We, uh, we didn't have anywhere specific. We just knew it's somewhere around Tampa and St. Pete, like near St. Pete within an hour. We looked for a very long time, took a few months, probably abused our realtor, our, uh, <laughs> car. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. we, we, uh, we looked for a very long time. We looked at, I would say probably at least probably 40 different places to open, um, yeah. made multiple offers. Uh, we were very strict with what we were trying to look for, but then it's funny because we searched everywhere in Tampa. And one day I was just driving down the road about five minutes away from where we were currently living. Saw a building. And that's mm-hmm. where we're at now. So,
0: you're kind of like, where's the real terrain? What this, yeah. this is easy, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. It was wow, like all of-
0: what were you looking for in specific then?
1: Um, TI packages, uh, okay. big TI packages. Um, location, and the biggest thing was the TI package. You wanted to get a really big TI package, something that um could help us give us a little buffer for the long term.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I get you, I get you. So, were you looking also for like square footage, and, or like, hey, give me some. Free rent or like the way it looked, the location, parking lot, anything like that or not?
1: I would say mainly we were mainly looking for square foot, or mainly looking for a TI, mm-hmm. um, and we were trying to get somewhere around six to seven ops. Um, so square footage anywhere between like twenty, like anywhere between two and three thousand. We're pretty, we had pretty a pretty wide range. We landed on about twenty five hundred. Okay. So our our building currently is about twenty five hundred square feet.
0: That's good. That's good. What what is the TI package that you guys got?
1: We. I, it, it was about fifty dollars a square foot. It ended, it ended up being about one hundred twenty-six thousand for TI. The initial terms were a year free rent with four months paying cams. So eight months free rent completely, and then the last four months of that just paying cams. Nice. Um, okay. And then um, and then some other small things like getting the windows done in the building, um, dividing because it was actually a space that needed to be divided in half. So so we little small things like that new yeah. AC unit, stuff like that.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Did ideal practices help with all that too? Or no, they just helped you with the loan process.
1: No, they helped with all that. They were involved in the whole process. Yeah. They were involved with um, everything, getting the TI package, going back and forth. And
0: yeah. that's good, man. That's good. How much is ideal practices? Like if you were to get that, what, like somebody's listening and they're like, I want to get what Derek got, which is it?
1: So it's, it. I know they change their price. I know they're changing their price. I know that whenever we did it, it was kind of like split up in different payments. Hmm. All said and done. I think we were around the 50, 60,000 range. All said Mm -hmm. and done for the whole thing.
0: And they take that before the loan or after the loan?
1: It was in portions. So some of that, some of that was before very small portion. And then some of it was from the loan.
0: Were you ever like, "Oh, that's a lot. Like, should I, should we do this or should we just do extra research on our own? You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, we were, we were, we were, we, we, that's, one of the biggest decisions we made um starting out that's i mean it's a big big price tag to yeah. to say someone to initially you're kind of thinking what exactly are they going to be doing for you like through the whole process but looking back we would have never done we would have never stepped foot into opening dental a dental office without having someone backing us so we were very happy with our practices they stood by us the whole entire time and then they we had some we had a lot of problems with our landlord through the build out mm-hmm. so um so they were biased Every day. Every day. Anytime we need to contact me. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's good, man. That's good. okay. So we'll talk about that right now in a bit. But how much was your whole build out then?
1: The complete build out, I want to say with will including the TI package. So I, I don't I think we're about three hundred and twenty thousand, somewhere around there, 340. 000. I, I want to say it's around there. Okay. And then take that take the um the 125, 26,000 out of that. So so you're looking at probably like 230 for us.
0: Gotcha. How many ups was it? Seven. Seven. And you've already plumbed all of them or
1: yep, everything's plumbed. Everything's good to go. We just ordered our next chair actually. So we just ordered a um fifth chair. So so
0: that's good stuff, man. Where are you who'd you order from?
1: Uh, we use Binco for ordering um equipment. So okay. we we went with Binco for ordering equipment. They've been good to us. Our rep's good. We've had no problems. They I I'm very strict with price searching. I search for prices all over the place. I mean have we have a big um, dental used liquidator store, mm-hmm. probably about 30 minutes from our office. Oh, wow. um, one of the, yeah, one of the biggest ones around. So, what's it called? I think it's dental liquidators or, yeah, dental liquidators, I believe, oh, the okay. name of it.
0: That's mm-hmm. so cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. So, then the type of practice you guys have right now, now that it's open, is it fee for service? Are you accepting all kinds of insurances, families, pedo only? Like, what is it?
1: Uh, family practice, uh, PPO insurances. Um, we're in network, with, in network with most of them. There's only a couple that we're not in network with. Um, and then fee-for-service around that.
0: Gotcha. Who did, did you guys do all the, like, the fee negotiations and everything like that for the insurance?
1: IEO Practices does that.
0: Oh, really? Oh, wow. They mm-hmm. do that. the whole yeah. <laughs> they <didn't know> that. <laughs> yeah, well. they do
1: it all. They did, they did it all for us, so.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then, so I remember looking, I think you did a live or your wife did a live on the making of a dental startup Facebook group. And the color and everything, like y'all got you was like I think a couple of days before you opened or after you opened, yep. And it was exciting for you guys, but y'all were nervous. But it looked mm-hmm. beautiful, location, right? So how did the build out process come along? Was it easy? Was it hard? What what struggles did you guys go through?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, our yeah we we actually had a crazy build out. Um, we had some major problems with our landlord. Um, we were battling back and forth with the landlord for a long time. We were supposed to be open in January of um, we were supposed to be open in January of this year, so mm-hmm. January twenty twenty one. We got pushed back all the way till July. Um, we had a couple problems with the landlord with um, giving us some things that we needed to get our CO. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was just getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back we actually made all the hires for the month of like january or february but we had to let them they they all left us because we got pushed back so far so we had to rehire everybody so we had to re redo the interviews redo the it was just pretty much it was a it was a hard six months i can tell you that so man. when we got our doors open it was an exciting time
0: man so are you guys on good terms with the landlord still or more like eh, here's your money
1: yeah yeah it's more like it's more like he here's here's your money um we're still, we're still battling it out. I mean, there was, a, there was attorneys involved. There was, it was a, it was a, it was a long back and forth. Yeah. So, so it was a, it was a, it got very, very uh, nasty. And I mean, it, 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 it's a typical landlord battle though. I mean, I think we were, we had probably one of the worst ones I've ever heard about, but we made it through it. That was the biggest thing. Our so biggest thing was getting open.
0: how did you guys make it through? Like what was going on specifically? Like what, where, why were attorneys involved? He He didn't want to cave or what? Like what was he supposed to cave about?
1: Um we we needed we needed to get power to our building. We couldn't finish our construction. We did about 80 to 90% of our construction and we couldn't we couldn't finish it without getting the final power to the building. We split a building in half. So the biggest thing was the lease. Making sure the lease was done and that's that's my suggestion for anybody that's doing this moving forward, trying to do a mm-hmm. startup is making sure your lease is reviewed with an attorney like a very good attorney. Don't cut, cut don't cut any corners with that. Um spend the money because it can make up for it in the long run yeah Um, but essentially it was just like a little fine print with the the lease kind of arguing back and forth about whether we were supposed to put the ac in whether he was supposed to be put the ac in whether how we were supposed to get power from where we were supposed to get power there's just a bunch of bickering back and forth and we actually got we actually got our ac unit stolen from us on new year's day of last year yeah this that was the icing on the cake for in the middle of all this battle so yeah. Someone, someone broke into our business and stole our AC units, brand new AC units. So, Man.
0: So the mm. AC unit was stolen. Let me ask you really quick. Did you have an attorney to review your lease or no?
1: We did. We did. But we, um, we use, we use a local attorney to review our lease. Um, we did not use like a dental specific um, attorney. It was an attorney that handled leases, but it wasn't, but we, we went cheaper with it. We didn't, we didn't go out and spend money on a big attorney that you kind of see like the usually like the rate right now, I think to mm-hmm. review a lease for like dental is probably between like five and six seven eight thousand would probably get a good attorney.
0: That's the rate to review a lease.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say for a, a good specific, like dental attorney, I would say, Derek, we're in like the
0: wrong business, man. We got to get, <laughs> we got to start reviewing I leases. Know.
1: Casey's <laughs> sister's an attorney and I'm telling her to get into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, that's insane. Okay. So You, the person you guys hired, but uh, let me ask you, would you even have known this? Like, you know what I mean? Would you have known this if this wouldn't have happened to you even?
1: Nope. No, I don't think, no, I mean, I I don't think we would ever notice it. I think, who's to say, I think our landlord is just our landlord. I think we would have still had some hard times, Mm -hmm. but I think battling with him would have been easier with the well-written lease. I think, I think the battle going back and forth would have been a lot easier.
0: So in the end, who... I guess not like who won, but like who, what, what ended up happening? Like, did they, he pay for stuff or you or. Yeah,
1: yeah. we went, um, essentially I, I think we won. So we, we extended our free rent. We extended it out with some terms, um, that we, we did about three addendums to our lease. So we did, we did an addendum, 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 uh, for anybody that doesn't know, that's pretty much a new lease or additional mm-hmm. to, addition to the lease. Um, we did that three times cause we were going back and forth with battles for pretty much six months. To get open, so we got we got additional free rent. We got about, I would say probably about twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff overall. Additional because of the the six month heartache that we were put through.
0: Man, oh. Do you ever say sorry?
1: No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Should have put but that we're, in we're the still, We're still a little bit, yeah. We're still we're still battling with him a little bit. I mean, we're on really? better terms. It's more like it's more like once you get open, it's kind of like you have a leg to stand on. Until then, he has every every bit uh, of power is in the landlord's hands. That's
0: true. Yeah. You know, you're right. So. What right now you're battling with him with what?
1: Oh, right now we're not really battling, but I know in the future we probably will about <laughs> little small things about when the lease is supposed to start or when we're supposed to start paying rent and stuff like that. So
0: Oh man, so. dude, that's going to be it's going to be kind of tough. Uh, do you, how long was is this lease for anyways?
1: 10-year lease with two 5-year extensions.
0: Do you think you're going to renew after 10 years or
1: it just depends on where we're at. I think yeah, it just depends on where we're at. Yeah, I think I think we we'll be fine with. Re- at, once you get kind of in the, once you get past probably that first year after you sign a new lease, everything kind of just becomes the norm. There's mm-hmm. not really anything major that pops up. You pay your rent on time, pretty much. Pay your rent on time. Pay your pay your bills, and there's no there's no really issues. I don't see coming.
0: Yeah, that's true. How much is rent for you guys?
1: Uh, we average around here. I think it's about. I think we got twenty one dollars a square foot for our place. So we were about twenty five hundred square feet. I think we're around the. Six hundred or six about. I think our total is about five six thousand. Okay, somewhere around there. We Thank haven't started yet, so that's kind of why. Gotcha. It's still,
0: gotcha. still up there. I'm wondering the math, and I'm like, this is gonna take a while if I do it in my head. Yeah. So, no, but that's good, man. Awesome. Okay, so then transitioning to the employees. How many employees do you have right now?
1: So we just hired two more. Um, we've we employees are tough too. It's hard to find employees now. It's extremely hard to find uh, good staff. Mm-hmm. Um. But we have currently, as it stands today, we have three front desks and we have about two two assistants. And we're trying to hire our second or our third assistant. So
0: okay, how would you find the employees?
1: Uh, use Indeed, Indeed, okay. Facebook groups mainly. Indeed, I would say would be where we use most of our stuff.
0: Okay, that's good. And then did Ideal Practices help out with that too, or not? That was all you guys.
1: Nope, they helped out the first the first go around. And then once we get open, um, we decided they have an app, they have another program that you can join. We decided not to join that program um, because we were kind of just we hit the ground running. We felt comfortable and confident Mm -hmm. once we opened with just between me and Dr. Casey or me and Casey. Mm -hmm. Um, So so we kind of felt confident to where we can manage and run it ourselves afterwards. But they did help out the first time.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So, so you guys were open on opening day. How did that look like?
1: Um, we opened, we, so we started seeing patients July 1st. So this is our sixth, this is going to be finishing up our sixth month here at the end of December. But, um, July 1st was the first time we start, we're starting to see patients before that we did about a week of family and friends, Mm -hmm. um, before that. And it was good. I mean, we hit the ground running. We, We were booking, we took, I would say the, in the beginning stages, we didn't, the, one of the things that I noticed back, back then was like probably the first two, three weeks we didn't really convert treatment. And then we we realized like, we should be converting same day treatment as much as we can. So we did a hard reset about three weeks in and we started pulling patients for same day treatment. And then we kind of did that from there on.
0: Why didn't you convert treatment from the very beginning?
1: We didn't, we didn't know any better. I mean, we, we, we did, but we were just kind of getting new, new dental Mm. software, new dental systems. It was a new office. Everybody was new working together. So no one was really pushing same day treatment. It was mainly just, I think it was a big learning curve for everybody because this dental software Dental software was a big one. Changing dental software was a big one. I would, if anybody's watching this, I would, I would stick to the dental software that you know. Oh, what be. did you change to? We changed to Open Dental. From everybody there was Dentrix. Ah,
0: so Did you go back to Dentrix or not?
1: No, no. We, we, committed, we committed ourselves to Open Dental. We like it. I like it. I think everybody yeah. likes it now. It's, it's just a learning curve. It's just, And when you open a new office, that learning curve is just kind of tough to, it's tough to have that learning curve on top of everything else.
0: I know, especially like at the beginning, and then you're like, oh, everything's happening. And then, you know, did all your employees stick so far, or has anybody left, or you have to fire anybody or not?
1: Yeah, we've had, I've had a let a couple, let a couple of people go. Um, we, our hygienist stayed with us the whole time. She's amazing. We got so lucky. That, that was the golden find, was our hygienist. And then everybody else, other than the hygienist, is new, aren't the initial hires. Man, why, why
0: did the other ones,
1: why'd you let go of the other ones? Just depends. Um, I think the biggest thing whenever you open an office is experience-wise. In the beginning, you're trying to get on a budget. And it depends on the office that you open up and how busy you are, I think. For us, the beginning stages are so unknown. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of have to like go at it with what you think, kind of plan for the worst case scenario. And when I say that, I mean, when you hire, you're hiring employees that you have to, You have a budget. So yeah. we were we were hiring employees on a budget. So we were letting a lot of people go or we were losing. We weren't getting the people that we probably should have had as a new office. So the staff just couldn't keep up with how busy we were in the beginning. I would say, I think, I think that may, may have been it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just, we just needed, we just needed to find employees that had more of a more experience.
0: So, how did that go, man? How did, were you the one who had to fire or like let them go? Like, how do you do that? How do you tell them like, Hey, you're not good enough?
1: Yeah. So, so I've only had, we've only, we've only let go two people, and they, they, it was kind of known. It was kind of felt like it was known that it was going to happen. Like it, it wasn't as hard as what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we just need, we just, it was a business move. It was a business decision because we needed someone with more experience. And it was that, yeah. that was as, as simple as it was. Um, and so especially like the front desk area when you have, cause that's your heart of it. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's your collections. That's, that's everything. I mean, you don't collect on one patient. It could be a couple grand, just yeah. simple mistake that you lose. So it wasn't. It wasn't tough letting people go. The other people kind of left on good terms. We've we've had good terms with all our employees. There's been no really harsh bad terms. It's more so just we have a our mindset in the office that we're we're dedicated to. We we kind of have a flow down. So we're trying to find people that fit that now and find good good people.
0: That's good, man. Like you guys got a flow down. You know that takes like sometimes that takes like years. You know for people to oh, yeah. get in and everything like that. But that's awesome. So you guys were from what I'm getting like really really busy, right? If, right when you open or come around that area, how, what were you guys doing for marketing? Or what are you doing for marketing and advertising?
1: Yeah. So um, we hit the ground running. I mean, uh, I think we, we, it was a grind. I mean, me and me and Casey stayed, we we've done a lot of marketing. We started back in probably August of 2019 or we probably started in probably August, December of 2019, started marketing on social media. Yeah. The first thing we did was a TikTok video with um, washing your hands mm-hmm. in March. Actually, that's whenever we started. I would say right in the middle of COVID. Um, there was a TikTok video about washing your hands. It was a dance video. Mm-hmm. And Casey, we we did one on TikTok and it blew up. It got like 70, I think it was like 70, 80,000 views overnight. What? And I was like, oh, this is a this is legit. Like we can we can do this. Yes. Yeah,
0: so. We're gonna be TikTokers.
1: Forget that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, we can do this. We can we can actually do this. No experience. Me and Casey have no social media experience. Yeah. So this is this is one thing that was a huge difference, I think, in our office is we did a lot of ground marketing, like you know all about. Like we did a ton of ground marketing with small businesses around the area. Um, we would go, we would do raffles, we would do giveaways, partner with small businesses. It was huge on social media during the COVID times. It was just the social media, really. It was the big the giveaways, and we would market Casey. We wouldn't market mm-hmm. the dental office. We don't we don't market our office, frankly. We don't even if you check our Facebooks and our our practice, practice web pages and stuff like that. We don't market those at all. I don't put any money on those. I just, we just pretty much put all the money on Casey's profile. Marketing the dentist is I think how you get around being a little different than other offices. Yeah.
0: So like, for example, give me an example, like you guys on social media, would, was it all dentistry like that you guys posted about, or it was like, Hey, we're doing this, we're doing that, you know, cause Dr. Casey's life, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, um I would say it's just a learning curve. It's just seeing what people people like. That's the biggest thing. Sometimes we post about dentistry and then and then sometimes people like it, some people don't like it and the engagements off and luckily for Facebook and social media you can tell what people engage with pretty simply yeah. on there. Um so we found that most people engage with just everyday life. Yeah, so it's pretty much just everyday life stuff.
0: Yeah. I think some of like my highest Instagram stuff is like me making a coffee. And I'm like, this yeah. is it? Like, <laughs> yeah. Guess I'm going to work at Starbucks. No, no.
1: But uh, so
0: that's awesome, <laughs> man. That's really cool. So you monthly right now, how many new patients are you getting?
1: I think we average, I think we're averaging over 100 uh, for oh, the last seven months.
0: Wow. And that's yeah. all because like right now, let's just say you have a marketing budget. How much is it? And where's everything exactly going?
1: So we have no marketing budget. We don't really have a budget at all. I, I pretty much, I base it off of patient flow. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're low on patients, the budget goes up. If we're steady for two, three, four weeks, the budget goes down. So it's pretty much just a flow. I can tell you, uh, I don't know the exact number. I haven't even done, I'm actually working on the taxes right now or finishing up the year with the books. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the exact numbers, but but we don't really have any numbers. We've tried different marketing techniques. We've used driven marketing. I don't know if you've heard of them before. The driven marketing guys.
0: The driven is it like dental implants? Somehow? Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. Huh? Yep. Uh-huh. yep. We used them for a couple, few months. They were good. They're they're a good company. A little pricey, but they're they're a great company. A How great much are foundation. they? Great. Um, they're I think they're roughly about around five thousand a month. But they get you oh, big okay. cases. They get you they get you big cases. They they did well. They they got us some big cases. They made it worth it for us. So. They're a good company. All the companies we've worked with so far have been great. It's just sometimes we just, we like trying new things, seeing what works best. And you never know, we might go back to them, but.
0: Okay. So they were ones you were paying anything else? Like, cause I, I don't think it with ground marketing. You were doing any, any, like where you got to pay, right? Or no.
1: Uh, social media. We were boosting stuff on social media from ground marketing. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But, but other than that, they were the only company that we used. Um, we tried them for about 4 or 5 months. So we decided that we wanted to try them to try to get bigger cases for the implants. Mm-hmm. Um, for about 4 or 5 months and then and then other than that we haven't used a company. We actually just signed up for another company that we're starting to use right now, but we haven't started with them yet. So we're in the we're still in the building stages. So we're doing a hard reset. We're going to do a new website, new kind of everything on that aspect as well.
0: Cool. Who who's the company you signed up with?
1: Um they are, I should know the name, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. I'll get I'll, I'll find the name, but
0: but for right now, that's the new company you you guys have decided to go with. The only company, I guess, right now that you for marketing and advertising, um, compared to like your own efforts.
1: Yeah, that's that's all we've done was just driven, and then we they're uh, modern doc media.
0: Where'd you go with them? Group. Who who are I don't ever heard of them.
1: They're they're a new. I, you see, this is the, I got them on a social uh, Facebook group, the startup page actually. Really? Someone, uh, yeah, someone 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 posted about them. Decided looked into it. They seem like good. We're just trying we're trying them out. Like it, like I said, we're we're trying, we try everything. We try to try, try everything to Mm -hmm. see what works and what what works best for us. Um, So we're just going to try them for mainly Google ads. Um, For mainly
0: Google ads. Okay.
1: And SEO. SEO and Google ads. Okay.
0: Okay. How could I ask already? Like how much is all that or now?
1: they were about the same price as everybody. I think everybody for stuff like that, I think looking at because we looked at all the companies. I do, I look at all the companies in and out. So every company usually ranges anywhere between like five and two, three thousand, anywhere mm-hmm. between five hundred and like three thousand dollars, depending on how extensive you want to go for like SEO. They're right in the middle of that. I think right around the right around that range.
0: Yeah. So then let me ask Derek, like what's the vision here? Because you're already getting. There's one doctor, one hygienist, right? And you're getting like about 100 new patients, you said? Yep, yeah. A month. And you're going to be marketing for more. Is there going to be a part where you guys are like, oh my gosh, this we need to stop?
1: Yeah, no, I don't think so. Until we have all the ops open, that's our goal. So we want to have all seven ops open. So whether that's adding more hygienists, um, adding another doctor, our goal is to have the whole office up and running with three hygienists and two doctors.
0: Okay. So... What's uh, production and collection looking like right now?
1: I don't really do the production. I mean, production after adjustments. I mean, that, I think that number is a little flawed sometimes, especially mm-hmm. with um, being a new office because it changes. It's such a drastic change in numbers because um, of fees and different things like that. But collection-wise, we're about 700000 for six months.
0: Wow, man. That's yeah. really good, dude. That's super good. So then yeah. what systems would you say is either really unique or something you're really proud of that you've implemented uh, in your practice?
1: I think it's the, the way we advertise. I mean, I think we kind of found a niche in the community. Um, we do a lot of the ground marketing with small businesses and giveaways. And we, I mean, we, we just did a giveaway. We partnered with over 25 businesses in the area. They all donated anywhere between 25 and $300 worth of gifts and gift cards. Mm-hmm. And you meet the business owners, you meet the staff when you do these giveaways, you do videos at their office. Um, and it really it adds to um, just breaching your community in the area that you're in. And you meet all the locals. And then just kind of marketing that way helped out a lot. So I think that was our biggest difference. It, it's tiring. It can be. It can be a big. It can be tiring because you're always trying to go out in the community and always trying to do that around the office. Yeah. But and then and then also the personability. I mean, Dr. Casey. I call her Dr. Casey because I feel like I'm at work. But but uh, but Casey. Uh, she she grinds. I mean, she grinds. She uh, she calls. She's there every day at like six o'clock in the morning. And we leave at like midnight. I mean, we did that. We we left at like midnight one for like the first three or four months, every day, Monday through sun, Sunday.
0: Jeez, so. that's it. Let me ask you, man. Like, how how does that? How is this all affecting y'all's personal life?
1: It's 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 something we we told each other about. I mean, during this time period, we've gotten married and we have a little girl on the way, so we couldn't be more happier with that. But yeah. but uh, but we said we were going to grind for the first year to two years, and it was going to be a a tough new experience, but. But we we said two we said give it about two years. I, I was guessing about a year. I said if we work hard for a year, I think it'll settle down after that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's what's happening, right? But how have you seen it like how have you seen it affect? Like, for example, do you feel like you're stressing out more, stressing out less? like you know I, what I mean? Like what can yeah, people get? Yeah, no,
1: yeah, no, it's 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 definitely stressful. I mean, it's stressful, especially when you deal it with the spouse. We're great. Like there's no it's just a very stressful time. It's long nights, it's hard work, it's figuring out the, the things that need to be done. But looking back, I mean, we've grown so much in our relationship, I feel like there's nothing that we can do, we can do now. There's nothing that's going to happen that we won't be able to overcome from this point forward. So so in that aspect, it's grown our relationship, but it has been a grind. It's been very stressful. There's no way around that. I mean, it's the most stressful thing you're ever doing in your life, especially yeah. if you're trying to do it good, and you're trying to improve yourself as fast as you can. It's the most stressful thing you're ever doing in your life.
0: I do like you, you got married, well, you know, prepping for a wedding and then now you're having a kid and then you're going to, you told me you were going to buy a mansion later on. (laughs) Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) no, we're, we're just about saving. We're just, we're just trying to save and get everything situated at the office for another year or so.
0: Yeah. But that's good, man. I can tell you are the you're like the type where like, you know, if you see like your spouse uh, having an off day, you suck it up and you're like, I'm going to lift you up. You know what I mean? And, and vice versa. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I mean, I'm sure for you, like you're sometimes you're like, man, I just came back from fighting the fire and now I got to do this. Right. And then it's even, you just want to rest. And this is a lot, you know, it's a lot that can, can go on for, for both of you, but to, to sticking it out, you know what I mean? And and making it happen is, it's uh, encouraging, you know, we appreciate that. Throughout this time, Derek, what would you say from the moment, I guess you signed or y'all signed the lease to today, what have been some of your biggest like struggles or fails or pitfalls?
1: I think the biggest, biggest struggle is, um, it's the stress of, cause cause as a new office, every, if you don't get new patients, your office completely dies down because there's no recall. So, so for the first six months you have no recall. So if your office, if you, if you if you stop getting new patients, you're a complete standstill at the office. Mm -hmm. So the first six months is like do or die. I mean, we we're just now getting on recalls and like this week coming up. So this, this next week is going to be our six month recalls. So seeing that you kind of see the schedule already have patients on it. So because every six months you get your cleaning. So it kind of, you kind of see like there's a buffer there. Um, before anytime there was no new patients, it was kind of scary because you see, see how, how high the overhead is. And you're like, well, we need to figure out a way to get new patients. Um, Mm -hmm. around that, I would say the other thing is cancellations, especially now, I feel like at least 40% of patients cancel. So we have to quadruple stack our schedule.
0: How often, well, what are you guys doing to like, besides quadruple stacking it? Like, what is the reason that they're canceling? Like, are they telling you anything or no?
1: No, no, just sick COVID. It's, you name it. There's always something. Um, I would say that's probably the, one of the biggest struggles, right? The one we're dealing with right now is cancellations. Um. And, and then on top of that staff, but cancellations is the, the hardest thing that we're dealing with because we we schedule, we book about 10 new patients a day, um, mm-hmm. full exam and cleaning. Out of those, anytime there could be a five cancellations, five to six cancellations easily, just any day of the week. Now, some days there might be all 10 show up. So then you have all 10 new patients. So then it's a crazy day. So you just have to be ready for it all because you don't know if they're going to cancel or not that same day, that morning of.
0: Yeah, so. I think it's kind of hard right now, especially since you're starting out, like to really feel out the people who have canceled, right? But I think once you like start knowing that you know you're going to be open for a while, you you start realizing the people who how they act when they can't, you know what I mean, before they even cancel or anything, you're going to be like, this person may. So I think right now is good to set like that. Do y'all have like a cancellation policy fee or anything like that or no? Uh,
1: nothing right now. We're just about to start implementing it we're about to do a deposit to make new patient uh, appointments. We're going to try that, do a deposit to make new patient appointments. Um, Who's to say that's going to go well with new patients. I don't know, but we're going to try it and see how that works. Yeah. So we're going to do like a $25 deposit to make an appointment.
0: That's true because we hear, I mean, I hear some people do that and it's fantastic. And then I hear some people like go really against that. Right. Because Mm -hmm. like, let me ask you, would you, Pay
1: $25? Would, would I, yeah, exactly. This is how I think of things. I think, it, I think of things the same exact way you just thought of it, mm-hmm. kind of like from a person that has no dental experience. I always look back at that. Would I pay $25 to book an appointment? No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't pay $25 to book an appointment. Now, would I pay $25 if I was booking an appointment to see Dr. Casey because that's who I've marketed? Yeah, yeah. I would pay $25 to, to book an appointment with Dr. Casey. But, but not. I wouldn't go pay $25 to go to a normal dental office to book an appointment as a new patient, unless that was the only place that was letting me in.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like the exact way you put it. That's true. So, try, I mean, I'm excited to hear how it, it's going to work out for you guys. You know what I mean? With that, because I mean, I know a lot of people right now are kind of experiencing last minute cancellation. I know Sandy Pardue has a lot of great stuff on on how to kind of prevent that right now. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, there's been a lot of uh, talk about that, that employee. So that's good, man. So one of the last questions I want to ask you is, I know you kind of alluded to it before, but throughout this process, what's been some of the absolute best companies you've worked with and some of the worst, like, I guess, products or services or companies you've dealt with?
1: <laughs> I think, I so I think all the companies have been great. I mean, we used, practices, we wouldn't have ever started without them. So we started with them and they did, they did exactly what they said they were going to do and we were very happy with them at the end of it. Um, and then all the other companies in between there, um, Open Dental, Things like that have been great. Great service for those companies too. The ones that we've had trouble with are labs. Um, mm. Local labs have been tough kind of finding good labs that you trust and that deliver their products on time. Mm-hmm. Um, labs would be huge. That would be one of the the, the ones that we're struggling with. And then um, other than that, I mean, everybody else has been pretty good. And we just made decisions to go elsewhere because we just decided that it wasn't the right fit for us. But everybody's been awesome business-wise.
0: Yeah. That's good, man. That's good to hear. We're excited to hear you guys continue to grow. Hopefully, we can have you back on in yeah. maybe like a year and be like, "Yeah, Mike, remember how we were joking around that mansion? We have two now, okay?" Yeah, so, right. Like, oh, no, which, you know
1: we're trying <laughs> no. to pay, this, pay these loans off. That's what our mission is right now. Uh, so,
0: is Doctor so. Casey still paying her uh, student loans or not?
1: Yep. Yeah, we okay. still have her student loans. Yep, yeah, we have student loans. We have um, the office loans, and then. Yeah. Those are the two ones we have right now, but everything else is paid off. So yeah, we're just good, on man. getting that down.
0: That's good. That's good. All right, man. So if anybody has any questions or concerns or wants to reach out to you, where can they
1: find you? Yeah. Social media. I mean, Facebook, I, I've talked to a lot of people on Facebook. The startup pages are always good. Um, dental startup page. There's a lot of good people on there, but, but anytime anybody has a question, just see our Facebook page. You can message Dr. Casey's Facebook page. Uh, we both kind of run it and both kind of on it a lot. Um, And then me personally on Facebook or Instagram.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Alrighty. So guys, that's all going to be in the show notes below. If you guys want to reach out to Derek, pick his brain a little bit more, um, ask for his opinions and things like that. So definitely go in the show notes below and check it out. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then you can check it out in the description below. Um, But Derek, thank you for being with us. It was a pleasure, bud. And we'll hear from you soon.
1: Yeah. Thanks, man. See ya.
0: Derek, thank you so much for being with me, man, on this episode. We truly appreciate it. And guys, if you want, make sure you go in the show notes below reach out to Derek pick his brain and remember if you want to join my email list go ahead and do so Um, it's going to be the first link in the show notes below I'd love to talk to you just hit that link in the show notes below and I'll send you an email and then from that point on we'll keep the conversation going and if you also want to keep the conversation going about this episode or any other episode that you've listened to in the past you can join the podcast's Facebook group that's kind of hard to say the podcast's Facebook group <laughs> and the po- uh, the Facebook group is called the dental marketer society. It's going to be the second link in the show notes below. So you can go ahead and join that free Facebook group and talk to Derek you can talk to other guests that you've uh, heard or seen in the podcast and um, keep up the conversation there. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you for always uh, pushing that play button and listening to this podcast. It really means the world to me. It really, really does. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.